What is up, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to G. Marie Taught Me the Podcast. I am your host, G. Marie. It is another episode. Um, Today's episode is titled Black People Need to Heal to, a.k.a. Strength, Courage, and Wisdom. Um, The quote of the week is, I am mourning the version of me I thought I was supposed to be. So that was quote by me. Um, Basically, today's episode is just going to talk about the healing process. So as you all know, I mean, this pandemic has really taken everybody out. Like, let's be real. It has taken everybody out. Um, Most importantly, I have dealt with so many different things and I've experienced so many different um, challenges as well as transitions over these past couple of years. And for me, this is really just a year of healing. Um, I, I took a step back from teaching. I took a step back from podcasting. I took a step back from DJing. Like I wasn't doing anything because I really just wanted to focus on my healing. Um, mainly from, you know, the medical condition that I developed after having my daughter and struggling with that on top of being a new mom and just trying to balance being a new mom. Um, so let's talk about the definition of uh, strength. So the definition is the quality or state of being strong, the capability of an object to withstand great force or pressure. Um, and something I've always asked myself, especially not just as a black woman, but just as a human being, uh, why do we have to measure our strength by the amount of pain that we endure? And I feel like over these past couple of years, um, that this is definitely just, this is just, these last two years have just been nothing but growing pains for me and, and not just me for a lot of my friends and a lot of my family members. And I've talked to so many people uh, around my age, especially like people in their thirties. And it seems like everybody's going through this transition, this weird transition. And (sighs) growth is happening, but within that growth, there's also a lot of hurt happening. Um, And within that hurt, there's also a lot of discovery happening too. So there are so many mixed emotions happening just in the um, healing process, period. And um, something I also asked myself was, what can we do to regain strength? <laughs> Don't pay any attention to my my little bud. It, it slides up and down, but I love this thing. Um, my beanie or whatever you call these things, turban. Um, so back to what I was saying. What can we do to regain strength during hard times or in times of need? Um, And for me, I have found that prayer and meditation has been my saving grace. Um, Not only just prayer and meditation, but exercise also. I mean, for those that know me, uh, you all know that I've been taking step over. Well, actually, I I started taking step a couple of years back. And this was like way before I had my daughter. And I stopped just because my schedule permitted me to, you know, actually attend class. But then I started back last year once I got my health to a state where I could manage it. Like I wasn't 100% obviously, but I knew that I needed to move my body around. So I wanted to kind of ease myself back into working out. Um, First, I started, you know, with walking and then from walking, I would like gradually build up, you know, how much I walked 
because there was a point where after I had my daughter for like a month and a half straight, I couldn't walk long uh, distances. Like I actually had to use a wheelchair for a while. Um, and it was scary, especially being, you know, somebody who was always active to be bound by a wheelchair. It was like, oh my God, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to move. So I started out walking and then I would build up like how many um, steps I would walk into miles. And then I was doing two miles a day and then two miles a day turned into um, cycling. I started taking cycling at LA Fitness and then I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Um, and then eventually I started back stepping and I was like, okay, this is what I love to do. Like I like cycling. Um, I like strength training, but I love taking step class. And for me, that was my therapy, um, especially when I couldn't for when I could not afford afford a therapist at the time. Um, but that brings me back to my second point. Therapy was also a saving grace when I was, you know, in active therapy. I was doing the um, cognitive behavioral therapy method, and I've worked with two different therapists. So I worked with one under my um at the time I was under my husband's insurance with his former employer and um the only reason why I stopped going to her was because she was she wasn't consistent with her scheduling and so that you know made it hard for me to want to continue therapy but then I started working with another therapist through the better help app and I liked the better help app um, I liked the tools and the resources that they provided I liked how easy it was to set up my therapy sessions um, my therapist at the time, she used the same CBT method, the uh, cognitive behavioral therapy method, uh, which is always, which is also, I'm sorry, it's also something that you can do by yourself if you just don't want to go to therapy. Like if you're like, I, I don't want to go to therapy or I just haven't found a good therapist yet. So I started doing that. Um, and then, you know, therapy got expensive, even because it wasn't covered under my insurance. So I was coming out like 240 a month, which is still kind of cheap for therapy because most therapy sessions are around like 150 to two-ish. Um, so I stopped going to my therapist and that was around December. That sucked, but then her schedule also changed up too. So here I am again. I'm like, uh, now I have to find another therapist and um, that was hard for me. So then I just started exercising and I replaced therapy with um, working out. Then another uh, thing that I also recommend is just talking out with a friend or a loved one. Um, somebody that you trust, you know, somebody that you confide in and somebody that isn't judgmental, you know, because oftentimes we have these conversations with our friends and our family members and you know sometimes we we're not always looking for advice we're just looking for support and for me I know that that's really important um, especially when you are going through your healing process so I dealt with that you know I, I talked to a lot of my friends and family besides uh, prayer meditation exercise um, and then that brings me to the next definition, uh, courage. So the next definition, uh, courage is the ability to do something that frightens one, oneself or whatever. Um, 
it's basically strength in the face of pain or grief so within any healing process um there's a lot of hardship that you're going to experience like i'm just gonna keep it real with you and oftentimes like the healing process is ugly like i'm just gonna keep it real like it people especially on social media like you have these um wellness gurus that make healing look so beautiful and um picturesque and really i feel like for me healing is a ugly ass process because there are so many layers that you have to pull back in your healing process there are so many tears that you have to shed in your healing process there's so much trauma that you have to um unlock and things about yourself that unfold within that healing process so for me healing has not been it, it's been a beautiful experience too like when you finally um get to the place of acceptance which is also you know one of the seven stages of grief and again um you know courage is literally just strength in the face of pain or grief so it can be beautiful but i feel like healing doesn't become a beautiful experience until you've accepted your situation um not because that is your you know end all like that's not necessarily the case at the end of the day it's simply just it's just one of those things where you literally have to say you know this is a scary moment for me that i am going through and that i just have to propel through but i will get through it you know come hella hot water i will get through it so with courage you know oftentimes we have to walk by faith not by sight easier said than done right mm. walk by faith not by sight um and i can tell y'all now even just my struggle with um ich aka intracranial hypertension that was a time for me where i literally had to just trust that things would work out no matter how many times my husband told me things would work out no matter how many times my mom told me to work out no matter how many times the neurologist told me it would work out i wasn't seeing the light at the end of the tunnel for a very long time um i can honestly say now i'm probably like 85 percent you know but there is still that 15 percent where i'm struggling <laughs> but i just i push through and the thing is, is that I've accepted my situation because it's a situation that I am working on. It's never going to change. The thing about um, intracranial hypertension is that there are some doctors that say, oh, you can just, you know, totally eliminate it. But then the more research I started doing, it said that you can manage it. Like it doesn't go away. It's just manageable with um, medication and exercise. So... When I struggled with intracranial hypertension, um, I definitely questioned my faith in whether or not I would get better. But most importantly, I questioned whether or not I would be able to teach again. That was also a scary moment for me, um, simply because I love teaching. And when I had to take that break and just go through that healing process, that was that was a hard pill to swallow. That was a hard pill to swallow. And I was asked by three studios to come and teach and I turned them all down 
I finally picked one <laughs> to go back to and teach. Um, but we're actually in partnership together. So, but I literally had to turn all the studios down because I knew that in that moment, I wasn't, I still wasn't at my best. And I didn't want to commit to something and then have to renege and be like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, even now, working a full-time job, like I had an episode the other day and I really had to be real with myself about my body and what it is that my body can and cannot do. I could probably work a full-time job, but it just really depends on the industry and the amount of work that I'm doing. Um, so I can't work in a fulfillment center. Like I can't because it's too much on my body. Um, and there are times where I have to slow down and I have to take my time, but that's a part of accepting that healing process is knowing that, you know, my body doesn't move the same like it did when I was much younger and before I had a child and before I had, you know, these health complications. Um, so Accepting that and moving forward in that process is something that um, has also been a part of my healing journey. But it took wisdom for me to get to that place and say, okay, let, let's be real here. What can we do and what, not to say what can't we do, but just what is going to be too much on our bodies, you know? And this is me talking to myself, like, gee, like what, what's, what's going to be too much on your body? So I've turned down full-time jobs. Like I had a position to work at a gym, um, a fitness gym as a sales manager and me getting into the fitness industry, you know, I want to really get into the fitness industry and sales is a part of that. And I'm good at sales. I, I, I've had, I have an experience. I have experience in sales and management and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and that's simply because I've worked in, you know, corporate America. I've worked in nonprofit. I've worked in higher education. I worked for myself. I work for myself now, technically. Yeah, actually, yeah, I do. I do work for myself, and that's still weird saying that out loud. But um, I work for myself. <laughs> uh, but having that wisdom and saying like, you know. As much as I know that the money is going to be really good, it's going to be really good. The reason why I cannot accept this job is because no matter how much money I'm making, I'm going to be unhappy, both physically and mentally. And that was something my husband and I talked about. And I, I really had to be truthful and be honest with myself. And when I got ready to do my interview, like literally a half an hour before my interview, I was like, I cannot do this. Or actually, it was a day before um, I had to do like the walkthrough at the gym with the hiring manager. I was like, I can't do this. And it's, it's not because I don't want to do it. It's literally because my body just cannot do it. I cannot work these long hours. I cannot literally work from, you know, sunup to sundown Monday through Thursday and then coming on Saturday and work half the day while still working on my business. You know, I cannot do that. And I'm not trying to be selfish or anything, but I have to pick. So right now, you know, fingers crossed, I'm waiting on this opportunity to come in 
for me that will allow me the balance that I need to not only generate the income that I need for my business, but it will give me the space to kind of control my schedule. And that's all I pray for is to work for myself and to be in control of my schedule, but most importantly, to be in control of my health. Y'all, I hate uh, phone stands, or should I say cups that you make into phone stands, but that's here nor there. So that was that loud bang that you just heard, but I digress. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the definition of wisdom. So we talked about strength, we talked about courage. Let's talk about wisdom. Wisdom um, is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. So it's the act of being wise. And there was this video that I came across um, on Instagram and it talked about the waiting season and how oftentimes, you know, God will not put a blessing in front of us or he might not bless us right away because he wants us to stay in this waiting season. And it's not, well, Part of it is because maybe we're not ready in that moment. And for me, I feel like this year has been my waiting season. And now the thing about prayer, when you pray for something that you want and then God starts to bless you with the things that you prayed for. And then you're like, wait a second, God, I wasn't ready. That's why he doesn't give you, you know, everything at once. Because he knows that there are only there's only so much that you can handle at once. So there's nothing wrong with being in your waiting season. Like there's nothing wrong with like waiting until the time is right. And I try not to get like too religious and stuff on my show. But I mean, I'm, I'm a Christian. I, I grew up in a church. I'm non-denominational. I'm mostly spiritual. I don't consider myself religious, but I definitely consider myself very in tune with God, you know. Um... And for some people, you know, the most high or Allah. But where I'm at in my life is that, you know, I really believe that everything that happened to me over the past couple of years, it had to happen for me to get to where I am now. Like, I literally had to go through every ugly situation, every struggle, every hurt, every pain, every sorrow for me to get to this place of where I'm here Recording my podcast um, under Gmary taught me. Now I'm doing step demos for my business. I am back teaching dance for my business. And, but it literally took for me to be in this waiting season. It took for me to be in this waiting season. But also too, that's because I didn't have clarity of what it is that I wanted to do with my business Gmary taught me. Like honestly, I was, I was everywhere. I was everywhere. I had a background. Well, I have a background in um, in audio production, audio engineering and production. And I DJed. And then I taught dance and worked full time. And this was all before I had my daughter. And for me, I had to be wise enough to say, you know what, listen, Gab. I know you want to do everything, but... Let's really be real here. What can you do? So that's when I decided to dissolve my media business. I was like, okay, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> maybe I'm not supposed to be DJing. 
maybe I'm not supposed to be an audio engineer in production. I mean, yeah, I can still podcast and I can still teach people how to podcast. I'll still edit music, you know, for dance studios and stuff if they need me to. And I might even DJ here and there. But the thing is, is that I, I feel like I was working as two different people because I had G Marie taught me and then I had G Marie Media. And I was like, it's too much. So I had to be wise enough to say, you got to pick one and you got to stick to it. So that's when I finally was like, G Marie taught me. That's my passion. That th This is my passion project. I love teaching. I love teaching. My mother is a teacher. My sister, she was a teacher, you know. Um, and it's, it's kind of like it, it runs in our blood, I guess. I don't know. So for me, I was like, teaching is my thing. And people know me as this dance expert. So the thing is, for me, I think what scared me the most was that one day my body is just going to completely give up and be like, all right, you can't do this shit no more, <laughs> you know, and that was holding me back. Also teaching step class, like my fear in the healing process was that my body would revert back to its old state and that I wouldn't be able to teach. And in that process, it, it kept me from moving forward with my business so sometimes you know we think that it's the money aspect of running a business or not having a team you know running a business but sometimes it be us standing in our own way and it took for a conversation with um Maya and I call her my mentor because I mean shit I feel like she's taken me under her wing over the past year after I got my step certification, um, fitness by Julie, look her up. You know, if you ever want to take a trap step class or any class, yoga, all of that, please check her out. Fitness by Julie. She's on Instagram and she also has, um, her virtual on demand classes. So if you're not in Livonia, Michigan, you can't, you know, take a class. You can always subscribe to her Instagram or her, um, on demand classes, but she literally sat me down for like an hour and a half after class. And she had a yoga class after. She didn't even teach the yoga class. She just sat, she sat me down and she just kicked it with me. And she kept it real with me and was just like, you have the resources. You're standing in your own way. <laughs> you know, if you feel like your body's going to revert back to its old state, take a break and then come back. It's that simple. And sometimes we make things way more complicated than what it needs to be. Um, something else. Deja from BP Collective here in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, also the owner of Trinkets and such. And, and I want to thank her. Um, when we did the Business Bestie, I think it's the Business Bestie um, Collective. And, you know, forgive me if I get the name wrong. I'm so sorry. But... I want to thank her also for giving me clarity on what it is that Jimmy taught me does like what my business is because I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> like I was, I was everywhere. It took me 15 minutes to explain what I did when it should have only taken what 150 characters or less. So now that I know <laughs> what it is that I'm doing with Jimmy taught me, I now I have that clarity. I have that wisdom. Um, but most importantly, 
I have the wisdom to know that my journey is my journey for a reason and that I just need to stop comparing myself to what everybody else is doing. And I just need to focus on my own journey. So in closing, um, the lesson of the day is it's a prayer that my grandmother used to always tell me to say. And at the time when I was younger, I didn't understand it. And it's a serenity prayer. Um, so I use it because it helps and it makes sense. And the older I get, the more it starts to make sense. So for those that do not know the serenity prayer, it's grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, but most importantly, you got to know that things will always get better with time. And that's really the healing process. And the key word is time. It's time. So that waiting season that we were talking about, time. Everything takes time. Even though sometimes we feel like we have all the time in the world and we do and we don't, but <laughs> your journey is your journey for a reason. Yes, you will enter your waiting season and it's okay, but God will bless you with the tools and the resources you need to propel forward. Most importantly, the healing process, although it may be ugly, when you finally go through those seven stages of grief and you reach acceptance, that's when the healing starts to become beautiful. So, I would like to thank you all for joining me on today's episode of Jubilee Taught Me. Um, you can like us on Facebook. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. Will I respond? Probably not. But we're on Twitter. Um, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. I do have my step demos on there that I've been teaching. And um, I'm really excited to be getting back into teaching. I will also be working on my website so right now my website is down but eventually i will have a membership option to where you guys can subscribe and take step classes and other um dance slash fitness classes on my website so give me a moment I'm trying to get it together now um i'm still working on my um cognitive behavioral therapy journal that i'm really almost done creating so once i finish that I will release the date on when I will have that available on the website to purchase but there are a lot of things in the work um even my manuscript I, I I said that I wanted to release my book next year but maybe my book just needs to stay in this waiting season because maybe there's more stuff I need to talk about <laughs> you know that hasn't happened yet so the book will happen just not right now it's not going to happen but I've accepted that and that's okay. Um, what else? Uh, you can, yep. So follow me on Instagram or Twitter, like us on Facebook, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm on TikTok. I don't really post TikTok videos, but I'm on TikTok. And, um, for right now you can email me at gmarietaughtme at gmail.com. Um, but 
I would like to thank you all for joining me on today's episode. Uh, this was really good. Really, 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 really good. <laughs> and I look forward to kicking with you all soon. Talk to you later.